we say affirmations every night and I re- I say it to them in the car and I just give them so many reasons to love themselves and know that they are loved and they're enough because the world's going to give them 8 million reasons that they're not. And if I can be proactive about filling them with so much goodness that it's harder for the world to penetrate that, that is my goal in life as a mom is for my kids to know and be confident in who they are and know that they are loved and that they are enough and that they don't have to change themselves for the people around them. Hi, friend. Welcome to Gather and Growth, a show created for passionate, growth-focused, rural women like you. From mindset work and building strong habits to exploring the unique joys and challenges of living rural, this is a show to leave you feeling joyful, inspired, and a little less alone. Together, we're on a journey of reaching for the most confident, healthy, and authentic version of ourselves, and I'm forever grateful to have you by my side. Whether you're currently running on a back road, shuffling kids to town, hopping along for a tractor ride, or three loads deep into folding laundry, grab yourself a nice coffee and let's dive in. I did the math, and this year I've made more in my business than I did my old nine to five paycheck. And while that number isn't bajillions, it has me deep in the feels. I am not a business guru or a marketing expert. I can't teach you how to be a girl boss, and I still don't fully understand the legal or financial jargon that comes with entrepreneurship. But I'm freaking audacious, and I built this. One year ago, I was greeted with blank stares when I told people I was leaving a job that I loved for the total unknown. But I knew... There was a calling on my heart that I had to step into, and I had the insane courage to try. I'm a regular old girl from Illinois who just believed that my dreams were possible, and yours are too. My Ascend Retreat is for you, a rural gal who knows that she's called to something. If you are craving community, growth, clarity, confidence, and a game plan to fully step into all that's possible, this weekend was built for you. I invite you to join me in sunny Destin, Florida this November 10th through 13th for a fully immersive mastermind retreat weekend. Not only will you learn from and have full access to some of the best coaches and inspiring women in our industry, but you'll truly walk through the journey with fellow like-minded rural doers and dreamers who are creating big impact to their families, careers, and community. Our weekend will bring clarity to your vision and you'll leave feeling more connected than ever to your purpose with a solid action plan to bring your dreams to life. Though we're all on our individual journeys, we are so much stronger doing life and business together. I'm not here to tell you what your dream life looks like, but my coaches and I are sure here to help you bring it to life. Are you ready? Check out emilyrushell.com slash retreats for more information shoot me a DM and I'll send you the link to sign up today. Spots are filling fast, but there is still one with your name on it. Hey friends. I don't know why I'm starting to sing like that. I don't know why the past two episodes have been like that. Welcome to me. Does anyone else's life just feel like a musical because you are breaking out in random songs all the time? Or is that just me? Or actually... For me, I think it's reels and TikTok audio more than anything else. (laughs) And what's funny is my husband also sings things. And sometimes we know the same audio. And sometimes he's like, that audio is everywhere. How have you never seen it before? And I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about and vice versa. So um, maybe that's just me or maybe you too. I don't know. 
Speaking of that, maybe this episode will be like that for you also. We live in the middle of nowhere. We are 45 minutes from where we go to get groceries, like Walmart, stuff like that. We go to church 45 minutes away. We do have some small grocery stores in towns that are 12 and 25 miles away, respectively. Our kids go to school in towns, in those towns that are 12 and 25 miles away. So you might say we spend a little bit of time in the car, like a lot of time in the car. In fact, when I moved back, let's see, we've been here six years now. And I always knew I wanted to live out in the country. So that was not the shocker for me. I knew I wanted to be surrounded by fields and trees and like not in a neighborhood. I did not want to be close to people per se. I grew up in a neighborhood in, again, like I've said, what I thought was a small town, but it's not that small. So I was very prepared for what it would be like to be out in the country. That was not the problem for me. And in my brain, I knew the town was like 45 minutes away. But I also wasn't prepared for how small that town was. I grew up outside of St. Louis. So although I knew I didn't want to be 15 minutes from downtown like I had been, it was just even wrapping my head around that the things we had access to there weren't what I was used to compared to like this metropolis of the St. Louis area. So anyway, Target's an hour and a half from me, although there is one coming to our 45 minutes away town. Hallelujah. But needless to say, moral of the story, we spend a lot of time in the car. We are in West Central Illinois and try as much as we want to. We end up having to go to doctor's appointments, chiropractor appointments multiple times a week or other things for whatever reasons. And I've shared reels and stuff about this in the past. The comments from people being like, just move closer to town. Like you're wasting so much gas. Go live in the city. And I'm like, uh, that's not the way it works for us. <laughs> like farming isn't just what my husband does for his career. It is our life. I would not change it for absolutely anything. But I definitely have had to find ways to maximize my time in the car as a rural mom, especially because There have been many times that I'm like, I am literally wasting hours of my life sitting in this seat in the car. And I promise I'm not going to share anything earth shattering in here. I don't think any of this is maybe going to change your life. You've probably done or heard all of this before, but I think it's really helpful to hear how other people do life, especially when they're in similar situations to me, whether it's like a recipe or a cleaning hack or whatnot, like none of that is rocket science, but If someone that I I know or that I trust shares something that they do that feels like second nature, I'm like, I never thought about that. That's such a good idea. And then I try it and change it and never go back. Do you guys remember? Oh, I feel like it was last year and everyone was sharing about how they drain hamburger grease into aluminum foil instead of like putting it in a jar. Well, we don't do that because we have to burn our trash, but I do it in a paper towel and then just put it in the trash. But so many people were like, what? And it wasn't complicated. It was so simple. But anyway, knowledge is power. So here we go. And I also want to say, even if you don't live in the middle of nowhere, I hope that there's some goodness you can get out of this. After all, I have been in the suburbs before and I know sometimes getting across town in rush hour traffic can create equally as long commutes. Like I know people who live in very populated areas who drive 45 minutes to work anyway, even when it's like eight or 10 miles away, just because traffic is insane. So maybe if you're one of those people who's also driving all over Timpuk too, or it seems that way just because you deal with lots of people, 
um, then maybe this will be helpful. Shameless plug. First one might be obvious. You're already here. I know a lot of you listen to this in the car, but podcasts is one way that I maximize my time in the car ride. I have spent so many hours learning from really smart and interesting people through podcasts. My kids are a little bigger now. They have way less tolerance for tuning into podcasts um, than they used to. You know, when they were babies, they didn't really get much of a choice of what we listened to. <laughs> but there were seasons of life where we were literally driving all over the county for daycare. I don't know about you, but daycare is a struggle in all capital letters here. Especially my oldest went to so many different daycares growing up because like one decided to close or someone else did this or then we had a baby and they couldn't get them both in. So we were like bopping all over around over the place. And there were times I would drive like clear across the county one direction to drop off at daycare, drive all the way back to another town to work, go pick him up from daycare because of course, you know, we were in the field. So I had to do that all and then drive home. So much time in the car. But especially during that time, it was so valuable to me to be investing in my personal and professional development. You know, whatever topic I was interested in or I wanted to learn more about or any ways that I wanted to feel inspired, like podcasts opened up a whole new world of consuming that information, doing something I had to do otherwise, okay? You know, I'm a huge book nerd. I love reading books. I make time for it as often as I possibly can. But there's only so many hours in the day. And so be able to get that kind of content doing something I was already doing, like ah, light bulb moment, game changer. I am not a huge audiobook fan personally, but I know other people are. So this would go in the same category, whether through entertainment or educational content. I think podcasts, phenomenal way to maximize drive time. Now, like I said, my kids are a little bit older. They're not so interested in listening to podcasts, although the only reason they understand that I have a podcast is because we do listen to them sometimes. And Andrew's really sweet. Actually, was it yesterday or the day before? He he texted me and said, I, I put on your podcasts when we were on the way to school, which is, he's amazing. He listens to every episode all the way through because he knows that those stats matter. He also goes through a couple times a week and likes all of my Instagram posts. He's truly, he's amazing. Anyway. Not to brag, but he deserves it because he's the bomb.com. Uh, but anyway, he said, I put on your podcast on the way to school and Alita was like, mommy. And he, she let him listen to the podcast because she wanted to hear my voice, which is like the sweetest thing I've actually ever heard. But anyway, my kids are older. They don't necessarily want to listen to anyone else talk in the car. So a lot of times I use our time together to connect with them. There's something about being in the car that provides a very non-threatening space for people, especially kids, to open up what's on their heart. I feel like I've seen a lot of stuff about this online, but like when we're at a table, like sitting face to face, it's kind of hard to get into deep conversation for some people because it feels intimidating. Like there's eye contact, there's all these non-verbals. But there's something about being like side by side or like facing the same direction that just allows stuff to come out so much more naturally. I think this is also true when we're like walking or running, something like that. And that's why going on a walk with a friend feels so good and so natural is that it just, I, I don't know, there's probably some science behind it, but it's just easier. And I think especially if you are of a mom with big kids and teens, you I'm sure you're nodding along like, yes, oh my gosh, yes, we can have such better conversations in the car. It's just 
it doesn't have to be fancy. It doesn't have to be super calculated. Like I just start asking questions in a totally non-biased, non-judgmental way. My oldest, he's like a closed book. When he comes home from school, like we don't get a lot out of him. And I'm I'm pretty proud of the fact I can get kids to talk about their day pretty easily. I used to be a teacher and then I was I oversaw an after school program. So I can ask questions in a way that kids don't really even understand what I'm like getting at and what I'm having them talk through. But he like he cannot be cracked. He's not gonna say a word about it. So but when we're in the car together, it seems like I can really get that conversation flowing in a way that I haven't been able to in any other place. And I let him lead that conversation. I really fight the urge to insert my opinion or give advice. I just give the space to talk and ask what's on their mind. And if they don't feel like talking, I really try, especially when we're in the car, to just shower them with goodness. I don't think that our kids can hear us say enough good things about them. You know, the things that all the reasons that they're safe, that they're loved, that they are enough. Like I aggressively, I don't want to say aggressively because that sounds like a, has a negative connotation, but like we say affirmations every night and I re- I say it to them in the car and I just give them so many reasons to love themselves and know that they are loved and they're enough because the world's going to give them 8 million reasons that they're not. And if I can be proactive about filling them with so much goodness that it's harder for the world to penetrate that, that is my goal in life as a mom is for my kids to know and be confident in who they are and know that they are loved and that they are enough and that they don't have to change themselves for the people around them. And just another little tip on that front is pointing out the things that make them feel proud and noting the process. So not necessarily in the car, but an example of that, like if my daughter creates um, a drawing or a painting or, or whatever, rather than be like, oh my gosh, it's so beautiful. I love it. I'm so proud of you. I think you're this. I'll say, wow, you worked really hard at that. Look at all of those colors. Oh, why did you choose to use that pink? Wow, I bet you feel proud. This took a lot of creativity to bring to life. Just using those phrases that place less emphasis on me validating it and more just loving on them so hard with the effort it took to do it versus the outcome and the specific qualities that they used along the way and like what that creative process looks like, that undoes so much of that perfectionism and that need for other people's approval. It's like game changing. And if I can like help raise my kids to not be perfectionists that need other people to validate their every move, again, that is my life's work. So the car is a really easy place to integrate some of that totally non-judgmental and just open up that door for that conversation and goodness. I don't know about you, but fall is one of the busiest times of year for our family. Between harvest and holidays, it becomes so easy to push aside the things that make me feel healthy and strong in favor of what's comfortable and convenient. But I know that investing in myself is one of the best ways that I can show up for my loved ones through it all, which is why I created a totally free habit challenge called You Do You 82. This challenge gives you the opportunity to build strong, attainable, and consistent habits over the course of 82 days to help you thrive instead of just survive. Don't worry. 
It's built on the mindset of progress over perfection, and our community is here to walk you through it all every step of the way. Tap the link in today's show notes to download your free journey through You Do You 82 workbook, habit trackers, and other resources to get started. I wholeheartedly believe that any day is the best day to invest in yourself, which is why anyone can start this challenge on any given time. I sure would love to walk through this journey with you. Let's go. Another thing that I didn't expect, especially at the age my kids are at, my son is five and a half and my daughter is three and a half, is the car has given us a place to really bond over our love of music. and. My husband and I, we have them hooked on things that we actually like. We are not listening to the Wiggles or the Giggles or whatever those people are called. Like we're not listening to baby kid music and we never really have with the exception of the Moana soundtrack, which is amazing, by the way, and also in Kanto. Could listen to that all day long. But that's also, that's music that I want to listen to. That's not like the Wheels on the Bus or Little Baby Bum or Mother Goose Club, which is like baby crack. We are listening to things that we love. And it started because our son is like farm kid through and through. So I think we originally got him hooked on like caught up in the country and the Peterson Farm Brothers. Shout out from farm moms everywhere for the Peterson Farm Brothers, because I think my husband started showing my son those videos when he was a newborn. And now they're just like ingrained in his DNA. But he's hooked. He is hooked. We sprinkle all sorts of things that we actually love. And it's really helped us connect as a family. We kind of have a flow. Usually Everett gets the first choice and then my daughter and then me or my husband, we kind of rotate through the car. But it has helped, especially my son, really find who he is. He has found a love for music, especially Ranger Smith. We had the opportunity to see him in concert this summer after my kids absolutely fell in love with every single song. And so it was like the talk of the summer that we were going to go see Granger Smith at our local county fair. And oh my gosh, it is a moment I will never forget. And this all came from the fact that we bonded over our love of music in the car. Now, we have to be a little careful. Actually, we're not careful at all. But there will be a song that we really love, like my husband and I, and we'll introduce it to them. And then they get hooked and we're like, okay, so this is actually now their obsession for the next three months. Yay! But Everything from Granger Smith and Cody Johnson and Aaron Watson, even like some Colt Ford songs and anything that has to do with tractors or country living or farm living is in our regular lineup. And it's it's just great. It is so special. And I'm sure someday they will develop music taste outside of ours. But I'm I'm saying it here now. If my son ends up in Nashville in some way. I, I I don't know. I don't know if he'd be the one performing on stage or like in the music production side or something. I will, I said it here first. I called it, I called our shot at five years old, but it's just been, it's been so special to, you know, share our love of music and our love for this lifestyle with them in this way. And Hey, then we all just get to turn it up, blare the music, take the Jeep top off and like live our best life down a back road, driving to town listening to our favorite song. Anyway, when I do not have kids in the car, another way that I maximize my time is to talk with friends. I am a pretty, like I got a lot going on. Okay. When the kids are home, I want to be fully present with them during the the school day or the work day. Like I'm trying to get as much done as possible so that I can be fully present with them 
on the weekends, we're running around doing this, that, the other. So a lot of the time that I catch up with my friends is in the car, whether it's a phone call or Marco Polo, side note, best app ever. If you've never heard of it, this is not an ad, although it'd be cooler if it was because I do use it all day, every day. (laughs) So basically it's like a hybrid between FaceTime and Snapchat, but like the messages don't go away. You just leave a message video recording for the person and then they can either watch it live as you are talking or come back and watch it later. And then you can reference things later and you can go back and forth. I absolutely love it. Side note. So uh, being in the car is just a time that I can make those connections. I I know that I'm going to take the opportunity to do so. So I'll just be cruising down and have, you know, my, my phone playing through my Bluetooth and listen to friends give their updates, especially friends who live so far away. Like I said, we just have so much going on right now. And we don't, I'll be the first one to admit, like we don't make as much time for friends as I know we will in other seasons of life. So I just, I love when I can make those connections on those car rides, listening or, you know, giving my update or whatnot. I also work from home. So connecting with people in this way helps keep me sane on uh, the days where I feel like I've just stared at my laptop all day long. Okay. One last thing that I have never done. I never used to, I used to be viscerally uncomfortable with this is sitting in silence and giving my space to think. I think that for a long time, I didn't want to hear my own thoughts, which is probably a podcast episode in itself. I didn't want to give myself the opportunity to process the things going on around me. I just wasn't in a good headspace for things like that. But now it is, it's something I feel like I have to do. We are so inundated with information and audio and messages that I do not have enough white space in my calendar to just exist. So every now and again, not saying every day, not saying all the time, I just turn it all off and I just think, and I feel like It helps me clear my mind. It helps me spark new ideas. It helps me like connect dots between different things. And I'm working on doing this more because I do think that when we were just in our own thoughts, we're not distracted with social media. We're not listening to something. We're not tuning into something. We're just listening to ourselves. I do think that is really important. And I'm I'm trying to do that more. I... I am on a journey right now of being more intentional with the use of my time. It's just easy for me to get distracted and caught up and do different things or, you know, have an hour go by and be like, oh my gosh, I was just scrolling social media or whatever. And I just know that intentionality helps me feel good about what I'm doing and where I'm going and what I'm working on. And so even though none of these ideas are particularly earth shattering, I hope that some of these things might help you think or try something new. I just know we're forever learning and growing. And maybe if you can and take a nugget from this and find some intentionality in your commute, that it will be a value to your life. And if you have any other ideas of how you maximize your drive time as a rural mom or anyone in general, a rural person or a mom in the suburbs or whatever it may be, I would love if you take a screenshot of this episode and share your tricks on social. Maybe there's like a part two in the mix of your hacks for maximizing your time in the car. Like I said, there's absolutely no other life that I would want to live or that I imagine living. I love, 
love living on the farm. I love being surrounded by trees and fields. And I've really come to appreciate and love this time that we have in the car together as a family and the things I'm able to do when I'm in the car on my own. So if you're in a similar boat, hopefully it's helpful for you too. Until next time, have a great day. Have I told you today how much I appreciate you? I'd like to imagine this was a meaningful backyard patio kind of chat between friends sipping LaCroix at sunset. If you enjoyed today's show, please take a screenshot to share or forward this episode to a friend. You can also find me at Emily Rushell over on social to continue the conversation. It's truly a joy to hear what tidbits and takeaways made an impact on your day. As always, all links and resources mentioned in today's episode can be found in the show notes listed below or over at emilyrushell.com. Special thanks to my podcast manager, Jill Carr, for the time and love she puts into producing gathering growth for this community. What a blessing it is to be on this personal growth journey together. Forever grateful for you.